BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Pips the players, the hustlers, the people to bust them, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159. Jason B. Tackerfin will step up and in in a couple of moments. We'll talk some baseball uh, with Jason. Uh, we got Ian Cameron uh, later on. We'll get into uh, NBA, NHL uh, from a betting perspective uh, with Ian Cameron. Uh, we absolutely crushed it this week. Like I said, if you watched our video, uh, we you know, it was just winner, 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 this, that, and everything else uh, in between. It was a big weekend of sports. Uh, Proskowska uh, was the uh, the new UFC champion. We cashed that. We parlayed that. Uh, we parlayed that with the Tampa Bay Lightning, like we did. In, we told you in the video that was plus money. We also parlayed it with the BC Lions. That was plus money. All kinds of plus money uh, picks uh, hit. Uh, we did hit Max Verstappen as well um, this morning. We've done very well, man, uh, with the uh, with the F1 this year. And basically, because I bet on Max Verstappen, <laughs> that's why I'm doing very well. So I'm going to pat myself on the back, but whatever. I mean, like, he's not always the favorite. He's not always the favorite. I, now they go to Montreal. Now, now they go to Montreal. It's a big race. Now, I was thinking about going to Montreal myself, actually. And last night I was like, oh yeah, you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the race. Now I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's kind of short notice to pull off this. And it's really, like I said, like it's really expensive uh, in Montreal, the Formula One weekend. Like basically like hotel rooms really are, like they're all sold out. They're 800 bucks, like 1,000 bucks. Like it's, it's over the top crazy. We went a couple of years ago and, like literally, like the only hotel like we could get was like basically like, like, you know, ten miles away from downtown. It was like basically on the side of the on Saint Jacques, like the old school hooker hotels. It's basically like the the motel like type of thing. We were staying in like a hooker motel. Uh, yeah, that's not the way you want to experience it. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, so, you know, I just, well, we'll, we'll wait. Well, I guess, you know, we'll go, uh, I'm going to plan to go next year uh, for from Montreal. We'll do the shows there. We'll set it up properly and stuff. And, um, and then we got the Vegas one, which we're already sort of setting up and working on now. Like, we did the show out of MGM, right, uh, the sports book in the casino at the NFL draft. We're hoping and working on doing the same thing uh, for a Formula One uh, weekend there. But, yeah, we, we talked about that, man, for, Formula One. Uh, it, it delivered. It was really cool. Like the, 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 you know, what's cool about it? Like it's hard not to like it. Like you know, the views of Monaco and stuff are sick. Today in Azerbaijan, like it was that old medieval city with the castles and they're through the streets. Man, that track was hard. The late night anger man for class. This is Sports Rage. I am RMC. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, but everybody else in between. We're running the gauntlet uh, here. Uh, we've got uh, Jason B. Takafin going to join us in a couple of moments. We'll talk about baseball uh, with Takafin. We'll get into some baseball futures, get uh, caught up to date uh, with everything that's gone on. Man, to me, this baseball season, man, man we're, we're on cruise control here. We're already into mid-June uh, right now, and... We haven't talked a lot about the Los Angeles Dodgers over the last week and a half or two. You know, we've been in playoff mode and everything, but don't look now. If you remember, I said to Trent Rush, who covers the Angels last week, I said, you know, all the talk about uh, everything that's going on with the Angels, I said, it's not like the Dodgers are having, you know what I mean? It's not like things are great with the Dodgers right now. That Pittsburgh stuff was bad, and anytime you get swept by the San Francisco Giants, it's not good if you're the Dodgers. Walker Bueller's now uh, hurt. The Atlanta Braves are winning baseball games uh, right now. Like, uh, what a difference a week can make, man, in baseball. Uh, we'll break this down with Jason B. Takafin about what a difference a week uh, can make, about how, you know, you're going to lose your job in a week. Uh, you know, you're going to lose your job. Uh, I'm not saying that Dave Roberts is going to lose his job. But if put it this way, if the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year, I'll be surprised if Roberts is the manager next year. And I've defended him. I've defended him. But I'm just saying, I'm not, you know, we're not, you know, oh, you know what, you're going to want to fire the guy now? No, we're not going to fire the guy now. But I'm just telling you that if they don't win the World Series this year, he won't be the manager next year, right? Um, you know, he came out and guaranteed it himself. Right, you're gonna guarantee it. Now, listen, I'm not panicking or anything, but let's just be real. It hasn't been a good couple of weeks for the Dodgers. It's a long season. Jason B. Tackett will step up and in and uh, join us. So, point spread right now. Golden State Warriors are laying four points um, at FanDuel. Money line is 168. I got in on this. I played that at 160. I played it at uh, minus uh, 160. And you know what? We always talk about how the point spread doesn't even matter in these NBA Finals games. It doesn't come into play, but. You've got to believe these games are going to tighten up. We saw the other night the games are getting closer uh, right now. And it's a massive game tomorrow night, man. The series, it's just like huge. You know what I mean? Like, just think about it. Like, massive difference between being down 3-2 or up 3-2. It's getting real. Like, before, all these other games, they were sort of must-wins. But, you know, now it's getting real, real. All right? There's three games left. you got to win two of them. And you, it starts on Monday. Jason B. Takafin steps up and in. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Ranch. The late night anger match from class continues. Sirius XM Channel 159, a mighty 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's talk baseball. Jason B. Takafin steps up and in as he does uh, with us on a weekly basis. Former general manager, three-time champion, Vancouver Canadians, the Toronto Blue Jays, A-ball affiliate. Nothing but rings and glory, baby. Jason B. Takafin steps up. What's going on, Jason? I left the day after we were named top organization in all of Miley baseball. You want to talk about just all rings? I am not interested in going. Once you're at the top of the mountain, Morency. We're done here. I'm leaving. So once, so that's that's how you dropped the mic and you you, you walked out once you were named the best organization in 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 baseball. 2013, we just won a third straight championship. And who wants to be there for the rebuild and downfall, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just sell, <laughs> sell your stock high and just chow. Went off the right to the UFC. Jason B. Takafin in the house uh, with his and a former UFC executive uh, as well. So. Um, you know, one thing that's so fascinating about baseball, like people, you know, some people would think, oh, it's a long season. To me, man, this season is just, it's on speed. It's like we're fast forwarding. I can't believe we're already in mid-June uh, right now. But a lot of other sports, you know, football's different because you only play once a week, Jason. But there's not too many sports, man, that you can, your fortunes can change for better or worse in a week's time, man. Like you and I speak weekly, bro, and like, Teams like you can lose your job in a week. Yeah. Like you can lose your job, and we've seen guys have a bad week. You lose your job. We've already seen it happen twice, Jason. It's amazing. Yeah, like a week in baseball, man. A lot of stuff can happen. Yeah, and you know what? You look at sports like basketball and hockey. They insulate their teams so they're they're still competitive. And hockey, they have the loser point. In basketball, they have that really weird playing tournament. So it just has more teams involved. But baseball has the lowest amount of teams that they allow into the postseason, even with the additional wild card they're having. I think eventually they'll add it. But for the time being, you're right, man. Especially teams like the Angels. Like you have Otani healthy, and you have Trout healthy, and you have Sandoval and uh, Detmers. Like everyone's healthy. Like Walsh, like you need to go. You can't have these long losing streaks, even though they got off to such a great start that they're still kind of doing okay. You can't afford to slip up. You need to put you need to put your foot on the gas. So the Angels made the managerial uh, change, and the Phillies made a managerial uh, change. It's worked out better uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies than it has the Angels. What do you make of that? Is it a managerial change, or is it just the team? Like what you know what I mean? Like so, you know the Phillies. The Phillies fire Girardi, they can't stop winning. Uh, the Angels uh, fire Madden, and it's really more the same. They can't hit, and it's just, you know, nothing. They are who they are. What's the difference yeah. between the two of them? You know, the biggest difference, and you always say, well, you're, you know, a manager, you know, you know, in hockey, they're as good as your goalie, and in baseball, you're as good as your pitching. Bryce Harper has a 1,400 OPS in June. Okay, he's got a he had a 1078 OPS in May. His OPS is 170 points higher away from home, and home is a very good hitter's ballpark. He now leads the league in total bases, OPS, OPS plus, and slugging. So, in saying that, that's how you make a good manager. By the way, bless your heart, Rob Thompson, great Canadian kid. But you want to talk about a good manager, like. Your $25 million a year stud who's paid until he's 40 is showing up like he always does, and that's going to make everyone's job a lot easier. 
And if you're Joe Madden, you're a manager, and you happen to you happen to see Mike Trout go for 26 yeah. uh, in a week, and you lost your job after. Actually, you know, it's, yeah. I know it wasn't just that, but did you? Um, what, what, was it the right move? What do you think about uh, Madden? Because you know what, you sort of saw it coming before, and you said, "Don't be surprised if they do make this move." He wasn't hired by the staff that is there. So, you know, what what did you make of it? And in hindsight right now, what are your thoughts on the on the change? So the reason why I always look at, and it's the same thing with players and when I do my over-unders, I look at, okay, what are the scenarios? And the Angels have maybe the two best players in baseball with Otani and Trout, and they are fully healthy. Joe Madden was not hired by this regime. Joe Madden is also... Um, he's very much like a Larusa, which Lord knows we'll get into. But he actually uses stats. He is not he is not opposed to stats. But he's very old school, and he's like, listen, once the meeting is over in our office, I manage the team. Thank you very much. That's my job, and that works until it doesn't work. And they got. And if you look back on it, we can talk about this now, five and a half years later. But the Cubs got really lucky they won that World Series in 2016 because Madden made a lot of managerial mistakes, ranging from bringing in Chapman and overworking his arm in Game Six to not bring in Lester in a clean inning. To they made a lot of mistakes and they got and he got lucky. And if you want to look at the sort of the Grady Little model of you are you know like you can sort of go against the regime until you until you stop winning and then the party's over, right? And I think with so Madden, you're saying he's more gambler. Than than genius when it comes to like he's not this baseball savant type thing. It was more he's just sort of crazy and rolls the dice and sometimes he wins and sometimes he loses. He's very big into culture. He's known for setting the mood. Uh, you know the Cubs had these dance parties. They bring in petting zoos and spring training and yeah, so the he, Hawaiian shirts on the planes and right? all that stuff. Right? Yeah. And you know what? Maybe someone like Joe Madden didn't. He he. It was affecting him to not have a long spring training because of the CBA lockout, um, and that he needs sort of a, a longer time to not so much set the culture, but like to be able to settle into a season. They got off to a red hot start after that seventh game where he intentionally walked in a run, and they lost the game. Then they ended up going twenty six and fourteen. You, if you're sitting in the if you're sitting in the front office of the Angels and you have Trout is healthy, Otani's healthy, Rendon. And you can't be slipping this much. You have to make the playoffs this year. You have, you cannot waste Trout Notani's prime by not making the playoffs. They brought in Syndergaard. They spent a lot of money. They're all pitching well. Everyone's playing well, but they're losing. And that's why he kind of looked on the hot seat. They will not make the playoffs. I'm telling you now. We, they, they're, we were they're talking not going about to. it. We went over the odds, plus 160, plus 400 to win a division. I was like, let's just get the plus 160. Like, it's... It's it's difficult, and they are struggling. I would they are going to show urgency at the deadline if they are still competitive. If they're not, like if they really tank, I think they're going to sell everything. They're going to probably take on some contracts also to get better to hit the ground running from next year and to maybe move some stuff and to see if they can get some good players making some good money uh, on the cheap or at least on a down market because they they just can't let this happen when you have Otani and Trout. You just can't. You know, there was so much talk about the Angels. We had Trent Rush on who does, um, you know, he does their post game and on, on the Angels radio network. And I said, you know, it's not exactly, it's not exactly clicking at Chavez Ravine right now either over yeah. the last uh, couple of weeks. You get swept by the Giants. That's never a good thing if you're the Dodgers. Walker Bueller's out for six to eight weeks right now. Chris Taylor nearly killed himself running into the wall. Um, 
if if they don't remember we you know we've talked you and I've talked and you said you love how Dave Roberts put it out there and said and and and, and owns it saying that we should win the World Series and we will win the World Series. If he doesn't win the World Series, like is is it possible that there's a managerial change uh, at Chavez Ravine with the Dodgers in the future? I would think so because one Roberts would have been there for about eight or nine years now at the end of this year, so you can say. Okay, it might be time for a new voice, win or lose. Uh, Got to put pressure on himself as well by guaranteeing I, I, World Series. I, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. You can't look around the diamond and look at Trey Turner and Gavin Lux and Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger and Kershaw and all these great arms and not say that. You well, that's have the thing. You don't panic when the Dodgers lose a game or two, but they're losing a little bit more than they should lately. No. And the injuries are starting to rack up a little bit. Like, it's time. Like, life as a Dodger fan is pretty smooth, Jason, as you know. Well, you don't panic. It's all like, yeah, whatever, bro. It's all good. It's all good. But, hey, you get swept by the Giants. Suddenly, it's not all good. And then people start to ask questions. What the hell's going on here? And maybe that's what, you know, when they got swept by the Pirates last week, we talked about it saying, oh, you know what? It wasn't that great. The Mets came to town. Then they took the first two games against the Mets. And then the Mets sort of came back. And it was like, okay, you know, this happens in baseball. And everybody was kind of unhappy. And there was that whole you know, bringing in the, the the position player to pitch snafu. Uh, I don't know if there was a panic bucket button at Chavez Ravine. I think they would be having a meeting around it and saying, okay, um, we should have beaten the Giants. We would have, we, we, we could have kicked them a little bit farther down the division. The Padres don't seem to be letting up. They're only going to get healthier with Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back. By the way, uh, Mackenzie Gore has integrated into well, that. I want to get into there. them, too, and Musgrove is on. So, listen, we're up against it right now. Uh, we'll take a quick break. More with Jason B. Tackman on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Late Night Anger Match will class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Maranci. We're talking baseball with Jason B. Takafin. Man. Time always uh, goes fast. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. So we were talking about the Dodgers and uh, the Angels, and uh, they are playing each other uh, this week, uh, Jason. So you look at the Dodgers situation, it hasn't been um, the best couple of weeks. They did get Clayton Kershaw back um, uh, over the weekend. But you look at their schedule. So they get the Angels, then they get the Guardians, then they get the Reds. Now this is real. Like if the Dodgers don't start winning games this week, then then people are going to start. Uh, people will be, will be talking, Jason. And you know, you conveniently left out the fourth team they're playing after that, which is the red hot Atlanta Braves. Now will they be red hot when they play them? I don't their know. Nemesis. Sorry. <laughs> One of their nemesis is yeah, yeah the Braves. Yeah. You want? Let's. let's... Hey, I told you, Jason, and I told everybody. I I've been saying it over and over. They said people say, oh, the Braves aren't the same team as they were last year. I'm like, you know, they were a sub-500 team all year until August, and they dial it up. I said the Braves will be just fine, and the Braves have dialed it up right now. 
you know, I, Fandle, Fandle had it, I think, at 89 and a half. And I jumped on that. Seriously, I haven't jumped that high since high school. They Because I loved the way <laughs> I loved the way that they won a World Series. Okay, Freddie Freeman is out. Acuna wasn't there during the World Series. Osuna, Ozuna wasn't there during the World Series. Mike Soroka wasn't there during the World Series. They bring in Matt Olson, whom you know I'm very fond of. I had him at 25 to 1 for MVP last year. Should have sold my ticket on prop swap. Anyways. Um, they were st- their returns are very staggered, and they got off to a very they got off to a very quiet start. But they are taking advantage of a not only a soft spot in their schedule, but Ronald Acuna Jr. has come back like an absolute rocket. He started late. Um, I had I, I I Fanduel had him at nine to one to win uh, MVP. I jumped on that also. He has a ten fifty OPS in his last fifteen games, and you can talk about the schedule like yes. They did sweep Colorado in Colorado, although Colorado's very good at home. Uh, they swept the A's, they swept the Pirates, and now they're facing the Nationals and Cubs before uh, they play the Do- Giants and Dodgers. Um, they could still, they can get up to 10 or 11 games over 500, and they're still going to get Mike Soroka back. They are probably still have guys like Matt Olson and Okunia Jr. who don't, who, who literally did not win a championship, but also who did not feel like they won a championship. So their hunger level is still there, and... Austin Riley hasn't sort of hit his stride. He's still playing very well, but Ozzy Albee still has, a, I think his war is like 0. 0.6 up. They haven't really gotten going yet. And maybe that's part of the plan where they want to ease their way into the first 60 games and they kind of, you know, put they, they put their foot on the gas a little bit harder, a little bit harder. And then, of course, a trade deadline. But I'm a believer in the, I'm a believer in the Braves. And they are, I'm telling you, like they are catching up to the Mets. Not that much, but they're getting there. Oh, it's getting real. Like I said, if the Mets have a couple of uh, have a bad week or two, and the Mets have had a hell of a season so far, um, but yeah, the Braves, the Braves are in striking distance uh, right now. So, always so much stuff I want to throw at you. Um, I wanted to bring up Joe Musgrove. We'll get to Larusa in a moment and yeah. and all that, but because you and I have talked a lot about Manny Machado and and the the MVP odds. Uh, for for Manny Machado, but how about Joe Musgrove for Cy Young, man? This guy's flying under the radar, and is it just me, or is it like almost every start? It's like, yeah, Musgrove's got a no-hitter into the sixth. Musgrove's got a no-hitter into the seventh. Yeah. It's like a day, it's like a weekly, it's like a start thing with this guy now. Bro, he started 11 games, Jason. They've won 10 of his 11 starts, bro. Talk it's, about giving your, your your team a chance to win games. He's 7-0, and but they're 10-1 and in his 11 starts. He's 5-1 to right now after Alcantara to be the, uh, the Cy Young. Alcantara's plus 370. Yeah, Alcantara's putting together like a Pedro Martinez-like... You know, he's more of a Pedro Martinez like Alcantara in the, in the sense that the players are totally flummoxed. Musgrove is more of your horse. And Joe Musgrove has flown under the radar his entire career because he was under the radar of in Pittsburgh as the first overall pick to Garrett Cole, second overall pick, Jamison Tyon. He sort of flew behind the radar. He goes to San Diego, by the way. He's under the radar of Manny Machado, Tatis Jr., even in his own rotation. You Darvish Jr., even Clevenger they brought in had sort of was was much louder. And all he does, he throws a no hitter last year in Texas, and he just continues to hum along. He is pitching so so well right now. I would actually take those odds of five to one only because they're going to lean on him. He is going to get opportunities to pitch into the seventh or eighth inning because they need him to be the capital H horse that he'll need to be. If they're going to want to catch the Dodgers or even sort of get into the playoffs, because about a week and a half ago, you were really talking about the Braves and Phillies, right? Like it was, it was just, you know, we can sit sort of nice in the third spot because 
the Cardinals are there, and you know about the Giants, and then the third, they get awarded in the third spot. Now it's tightening up real fast. And if those teams continue to win, uh, it's going to be playoff baseball real soon. Speaking of playoff baseball, a bet that I made, uh, Jason, last week, and what a difference a week can make, your Boston Red Sox. Yes. Looking at the Boston Red Sox. So I got in at plus 185, bro. Will they make the playoffs? Yeah, they it, will. Currently, it's minus 115 uh, right now. I think they're going to do it because – so they have good losses. And here's what I'm going to explain by good losses is when they are – they have their third in Major League Baseball with blown saves. They have 12. Tampa and the Angels have 13. That is very fixable. You can go out and fix the bullpen. I can tell you that they have three of the top 12 hitters in the AL and OPS – uh, uh, Raphael Devers, by the way, 30 to one on FanDuel to win the MVP. I took him uh, at the beginning of the year. I can tell you how good their players are playing. We can we can talk about that Bogarts free agent Trevor Story after a really bad April. No problem. They can fix this bullpen. And by the way, Chris Sale's coming back. And there was a report out of out of Boston this this week that they might use Chris Sale in an Andrew Miller like role where he kind of floats around the fifth or sixth or seventh inning, and he throws 40 or 50 pitches, and he's sort of this like three or four inning kind of deployment where he's not a starter, but he kind of helps out everybody. And he, and that is a very dangerous place for other pitchers to be in, excuse me, for the opposition to be in, because if he, he can throw gas and if his arm is sort of getting cranked back up and he can throw gas, then you have sort of a, like when Bumgarner used to come out of the, in, in, in the, in the bullpen, like where he would just give him the ball in the fifth or sixth thing. And then he just finishes the game. That's very dangerous for other teams. Jason B. Takafin, kicking with us. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159. I'm mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Um, all right, there's a ton of stuff I want to throw at you. We've got a couple of minutes left here. So, uh, Tony LaRussa, Tony LaRussa and the intentional walk uh, with, with two strikes. And I know you're a big fan of uh, Jazz Chisholm uh, as well. Speaking of, you know, we were talking about Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And um, there was a report out of Miami, you know, there was a team meeting, and it basically he was at the center of this meeting. So on the way out here, let's start off with uh, with the Marlins stuff. What did, what did you make of that report and that story? Um, what I made out of it is that there is probably some dissension. Mattingly kind of talked about that meeting, and then afterwards he talked about they may come out flat tonight, and they didn't. Look, Don Mattingly is in his seventh season as manager of the Marlins. He was not brought in by Kim Ng, who is now, I'm going to say, the top of the baseball operations changes because Derek Jeter's not there. She's the general manager. Outside of one year, they made the playoffs in 2000. He's on the hot seat, isn't he? Like, for real now. Uh, like, it's, it's it's getting he, – is he the next guy to go? He's not even sitting. His seat is so hot. He is standing. I'm going to read to you what Kim Ng said when they, when they picked up the mutual contract extension, okay? And I want you to pay attention to her wording. There was a deadline in the contract by which we had to make our feelings known, and that was coming up real soon. We just decided to make sure to get it done a little bit early, but nonetheless, we wanted to make sure to tell you guys. She just described which restaurant she was going to choose between Chili's and Dave & Buster's, not between a manager who is one of the most respected baseball players on field to lead that organization. That was last year in the middle of the season. That does not sound like a very healthy and happy relationship. Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, Jess Chisholm Jr., Garrett Cooper. There's a lot of great players. I, I'm, I would be, I would bet the house that he is not going to be there opening day next year. Depends on how fat. Depends on what they want to do this year. Uh, he is, he has to be the next guy. Uh, he has to be the next guy uh, on the chopping block. 
And what about uh, Larusa? Listen, I don't know if Reinsdorf, because you know we know how Reinsdorf rolls. Um, he's not going to want to admit that he made a mistake, but he clearly has made a mistake. And I, you know, listen, they never should have. They had a good thing going Renteria. I don't know why they they are uh, where they are here uh, right now. But what did you make of it with the the two strike thing? Is is he not as crazy as everybody thinks he is? What what what's your deal with this? Um, if I were the White Sox, had a perfectly good rebuild, and they traded. Chris Sale a couple years ago, they picked up Juan Moncada, they picked up Michael Kopech. They trade away Adam Eaton, they picked up Lucas G. You're right, they did a lot of good things. And Their things, baseball right. operations did some great work. They drafted really well. By the way, Lewis Robert, they did some amazing, amazing things. And they had a perfectly good rebuild going. They were on the up and up with Rick Renteria. They made the playoffs in 2020. They lost to the A's, but whatever. We're, we're, you know, we're playing. All the young guys are going. Eloy Jimenez, everything is going well. Dylan Cease. They fire Rick Renteria, who's seen this movie before, and and they bring in Tony Larusa. And Tony Larusa hadn't managed in a long time. When the Cubs fired Rick Renteria, they brought in Joe Madden because he was a free agent because there was a little weird clause in his contract where Andrew Friedman left. He went from the race to the Dodgers. He became a free agent. Very unusual, but it happened. They fired Rick Renteria. They ended up winning the World Series with Joe Madden. Here they bring in Larusa, another let's say you know future Hall of Famer or a Hall of Famer, and. It's not working out. It's actually not working out at all. They have great players. And I think the only way this is going to happen is if they devise a plan that says, okay, look, how about Larusa steps down? Nobody gets embarrassed. Jerry Reinsdorf can sort of save face. Honestly, I would go and get Rick Renteria back and just say, look, I'm sorry. We made a mistake. <laughs> Here's a lot of money. And let's, you know, like, let's have it. Let, let's have a bottle of wine together. So let's I have think it. I think they would, like in another organization. But like I said, considering the the ownership group of the White Sox, they're always the smartest guys in the room. They do it their way. They're not going to want to admit they made a mistake. And, you know, I mean, I mean look, Reinsdorf's stubborn. LaRusse is stubborn. But I'm stubborn, too, and we're up against it right now. Jason B. Takafin, always a pleasure, Jason. Damn. This was great, great, Gabe. Thanks so much. Hey, Jason B. Takafin, follow him on uh, Twitter. Listen to his podcast. Always a pleasure, Jason. Thanks for the time, my man. Thanks, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Honey, I've got some bad news for you. Not now, Marge. I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who is it? Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. You're wrong, Marge. The XFL will be back. This is Sports Rage. We're back. I am Gabriel Morenci. Always good with uh, Jason talking uh, talking baseball. And you know what? We'll do a little. Uh, 
We'll do a little uh, baseball odds check right now, a little market uh, watch. But before we do, so we cashed in with Max Verstappen um, this morning. Azerbaijan uh, Grand Prix. Uh, Charles Leclerc once again had uh, mechanical issues. Team Ferrari. Yeah, man, this Leclerc guy, he's about to snap, man. This guy's about to snap. Like, you could see the rage, like, after the race. <laughs> he's like, wow. You know, they asked him, you got to be careful what you say, man. And anyone that's, you know, if you watch, it's one cool thing I like about, um, like, I'm way in. I'm even going to get the... Um, I'm so down with this F1 stuff now. I'm even going to get uh, the F1 premium uh, package. I'm going to, uh, on their website, I was looking at it. It's pretty cool. Like you get, uh, it's basically, you know what I mean? You get like every angle, every car. You can listen. You can listen to whatever team you want. You can hear the, like, the, the communications. And uh, it's pretty cool. Like it's just, you know, full behind the scene access. And I think it'll help from a handicapping standpoint too. I mean, for betting on the stuff, I need to know as much as I can, right? So, um, and even I think the Netflix show for betting purposes actually is 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 a must watch. Actually, there's you can learn a lot. Like you know, what I mean, I, I learned a lot just watching that the, the the first couple episodes that I watched. I didn't, you know, I mean, this is season four right now, so I never watched the show before. Right, so I'm watching this year because whatever last year's done. I don't, you know, I don't need to see what happened last year. So I'm, I'm, I got to catch up with this year's, uh, this year's shows. And like I said, that, that that Netflix show, man, it really does help you, help you handicap. You know what I mean like I knew about Mercedes's problems, but you know, you watch the show and you really know about Mercedes's problems. And then, like, once you, you know, so you get a little bit of a tidbit, and then you see in reality after, you know, it correlates. So, we told you guys last week on a couple of shows, uh, I said it over and over, that um, Red Bull to win the Constructors Championship was a good play at minus 150. And after today's win, Red Bull's now minus 300. Ferrari's plus 250. Mercedes is 42 to 1. Mercedes is not winning. They've won seven years in a row. It's not happening. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. They've got a problem with their car. Uh, like, I guess everybody does. I don't know what the deal is. They, they, suddenly, you figure these guys wouldn't have issues like this. But they've got some issue with the car, man, where it's like bouncing at the back. Like, the back end starts to bounce a bit. And they're trying to figure it out. And they're trying to figure it out on the fly. Now, a couple other teams have had the problem as well. But they adjusted and fixed their problem. Mercedes can't fix it. Like anyone that watches today, you saw Lewis Hamilton, man. The guy could barely walk after. He said, man, he nearly broke my back. Like, he's, they're, like, violently bouncing, man. And they're going fast, guys. Like, you're violently bouncing. Like, it's not a, it's not a good thing to be happening to them. But I, I knew about this, and I told people, don't bet on Mercedes. Or at least with, 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 with Lewis Hamilton, he's, he's just has – it's a nightmare season for him, man. It's been a nightmare. So, uh, Red Bull's now minus 300. You could have got it minus 150. We told you last week, minus 150, minus 150, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull. Now they're minus 300. The problem with the uh, the F1 Constructor Championship future bet is, it, it's ironically, it's funny because we were talking about betting CFL futures the other day with the, the CFL season started. And, and we were talking about betting CFL futures and we said, man, but you've got to wait until November, right? Like, I don't mind waiting and stuff, but there's waiting and waiting. 
Right, like, come on, man. Like, basically, you get paid like Thanksgiving, and 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 incidentally, that's that's the same Sunday that the F1 season ends, November the twentieth. So, if you're betting, you know, if you bet, you do have to wait a while. Uh, but we cashed today with Verstappen. We've been cashing, man. And uh, they're going to Montreal this week. We'll be all over it. We'll definitely uh, cover this uh, this event uh, in depth. And it's going to be nice to have an F1 race that isn't at like 6 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 9 in the morning, whatever. You know what I mean? Like weird times, man, like this stuff, F1. You know, that, that one thing with F1 is... It's global, right? So you got to deal with wherever they are. Right? You know what I'm saying? If, if they're in Azerbaijan and you, you're playing by their clock, you know? It's just, it, it is what it is. But uh, the Montreal race is at 3 in the afternoon. 3.15 to be exact. Next Sunday, 3.15 Eastern time. So it's nice to, um, it's, it's nice to have a, a normal, uh, some, some normal, normal times. And it's the call before the storm, guys. NFL football is coming, man. NFL football is coming. I think it's what? It's probably it's uh, 85 days or something like that. Whatever. We're into the 80s now. Like, like it's it's less than three months if you think about it. Because look, uh, the season starts September the 8th, right? And we're past June the 8th right now, right? So it's it's like less than three months. The countdown is on. Now, as far as baseball is concerned. Um, just to, to get you caught up to date, Aaron Judge, man, Aaron Judge on pace. It's never, we never have enough time to get everything with uh, with Jason, but Aaron Judge on pace to hit like sixty four home runs. He, he's just absolutely destroying it. And oh, by the way, he is a free agent. The Yankees offered him two hundred twenty five million dollars, and then he he said no, that's not enough. And well, we'll talk after the year. And he's he's picking a good year to stay healthy and crush it. So he's plus 115 right now to win the American League MVP. Otani is plus 270. Trout is plus 550. Jose Ramirez 11 to 1. Rafael Devers 14. Jordan uh, Alvarez 27. But it looks like this is Mike Trout's uh, award to lose. The problem with this is, and, and it's not just Trout. I'm not calling him out. Because, look, I bet on a Derrick Henry prop last year, and uh, it was pretty frustrating. It was Derrick Henry to lead the NFL in rushing yards and the Toronto Raptors to make the playoffs. I shouldn't have parlayed them together, but it was like 12-1. to 1. That's why I did it. I was like, damn. I said, the Raptors are going to make the playoffs, and Henry's going to lead the league in rushing. And he was. He was. And he got hurt. And he got hurt, right? That's the thing. You know, you play a player prop in a game, okay, fine. He gets hurt, you deal with it, it is what it is. But when you're betting on a player future, there's always that danger, right? It's a little different when you're betting on a team's future as opposed to just one guy. And let's be real, Mike Trout has had injury problems in the past, right? So if you bet on him, if he stays healthy, he's going to win the MVP. Um, if he gets hurt, then, you know, stuff changes, man. The MVP markets are always very volatile. We talked about with Manny, you know about Manny Machado. Machado was six to one. Then he went to like plus two hundred. Machado's now plus four twenty. Mookie Betts was twelve to one. Now Mookie Betts is three to one. Goldschmidt is plus four twenty. Uh, Alcantara plus three seventy. Last year I bet a bunch of baseball futures if you remember, and I pulled the trigger in like August I think it was. I said all right now I don't mind waiting the two months. Let's see what the Cy Young and this and that and. We did very well, but I remember the Cy Young was the one thing I got wrong. I didn't win my Cy Young bets, and I even had a bunch of dudes. Cy Young is volatile. 
You know what I mean? Like injuries, guy gets lit up for a couple of starts, suddenly the odds. Like, So Alcantara right now is plus 370. Musgrove's been unbelievable, though. We talked about Joe Musgrove. Like I said, man, it seems like every start Musgrove, you look up. It's like, oh, he's got a no-hitter going again. You know, uh, San Diego are 10-1 and in his 11 starts. That's something for, for baseball that we've done pretty well betting on baseball over the last couple of years. I've gotten smarter uh, betting on baseball. Number one, I bet on less games than I used to. I used to, like, play too many games. I bet less games, and... I'm sort of, I, I don't, I sort of can identify, you know, number one, listen, baseball's a streaky sport, so you ride the hot teams and you fade the cold teams, right? But one thing that I do like, uh, that I don't think people talk about enough, um, is what is the team's record when a pitcher starts the game? People talk about his one-loss record, which is, you know, that's kind of, you know, win-loss record isn't really a great identifier either of, like, what a pitcher does. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not meaningless, but you know what I mean? Like, everybody knows, you know, wins wins and losses can be deceiving. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys, whatever. Look at Corbin Burns. Burns always pitches well. He never get, He's never even in a decision because it's always tied when he leaves. It's 0-0, whatever. Like, so wins and losses aren't in representation. But to me, a big thing for me is, all right, what's the team's record when he starts? All right, what's the team's record? When this guy starts the game, do they win the game or do they lose the game more often than not? What's What's his record? And basically, does the guy give you a chance to win? Is there sort of, there's something to this. You'll notice some pitchers don't get run support. Some do. It's a bizarre, you know, baseball is very you know, intricate. But San Diego, when Musgrove pitches, you bet on him, man. All right? He, he started 11 games. They've won 10 of them. So to me, like, what's the one loss record of the team uh, when, when a guy is on the hill is, is a big part of my uh, baseball handicap when I'm uh, betting on baseball games. It's just it's common sense, right? But it's amazing. Like I said, it's not something that people – it's not a common thing. But you know what I mean? Like if you ask someone what someone's record is, you're going to go, oh, yeah, what are you, 7-0, right? Like, yeah, but what's but what's the uh, what's the record? What's the record when um, – what's the record uh, when he starts? All right. Um, I've been informed – uh, we've got Rigatoni Al on uh, hold here. And, yeah, we got a couple of minutes before this next break. So let's get Al on uh, here before uh, – Babano joins us in level three. What's going on, Rigatoni Al? Oh, not much, Gabe. Not much. Just uh, sitting out here in the cold, getting uh, – enjoying enjoying the nice uh, skylight. That's nice. Beautiful night tonight. Beautiful time of the year. Summertime is yeah. here. Uh, let's rock. So, uh, yeah, um, I was going to – I didn't do too good in the baseball today. The Giants and the Dodgers blew it for me. But I'm going to go um, – I got a little parlay for tomorrow. Uh, uh, the Jays uh, minus one and a half with Manoa on the mound. And uh, the Twins plus one and a half. little parlay at plus 160. All right. And um, I got some basketball props. I don't really know where to go. I think I'm gonna, I might take Boston the points. But um, don't do I that. I think Golden State will win. No. No. Golden State. Uh, Golden State's to play tomorrow, Rigatoniel. I know that, but you know what, Gabe? This this Boston team, they sort of give me. I hate to say they give me Raptor vibes a little bit. You know, they they're a good team. They don't get blown out. They play hard every night. Yeah, but um, you know, I, I hear your comparison to the Raptors. But who did the Warriors lose? They lost to the to the Raptors, and the last time they were in the finals. 
I don't think they're going to let it happen again. This is a different situation. Right. You got you, you got to go with the. You, I, I agree. The vets will uh, get it. And then I got a smart under twenty four and a half points, rebounds, and assist. Pritchard over a uh, half a over one over a half three plus one thirty five. And Green over two and a half steals and blocks plus one fifty. Yeah, that Pritchard play is interesting, actually. That only has to hit one three. Thanks, Al. Interesting to Pritchard. Oh, I'm good Take uh, Wiggins over one and a half threes. That's that's the play. Wiggins. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Ian Cameron will step up and in Babano in level three. We'll get into the Stanley Cup finals. Talked a lot of uh, NBA tonight. So the Rigatoni Al said he's thinking about Boston. Uh, I don't think Al loves the show, but he never listens to us. Um, we believe that Golden State are, uh, is the play tomorrow. We believe that Golden State is the play tomorrow. I know that Boston is 7-0. and We've talked about it a ton. Boston is 7-0 and straight up. 7-0 and against the spread coming off a loss in the playoffs. But it's down to a best two or three right now, and Golden State need to win this game. Like, they're the ones, like, even though they're coming off the win, Golden State are the desperate team here. And I do believe in Steph Curry. We told you before the series, I thought that Curry was going to win the MVP and that Curry would carry this team. And it's crazy that he has something to prove still at this point of his career um, when he's accomplished everything that he's accomplished. Uh, but... He clearly does have something to prove, and I think he's got something to prove um, not just to the rest of the world, but to himself as well to validate himself as one of the greatest players ever. I mean, if, if you know, he does this. If you actually look, now we're not there yet, but like he's not really getting like a lot of help from anybody besides Andrew Wiggins. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the Warriors, like, in hindsight, if they're able to pull this off, you're going to look back and go, wow. Like, wow. He really, you know what I mean? He really just basically did this by himself, uh, essentially. Like, you know, like, like who's who's scoring? You know, Clay ain't busting 20. Clay ain't busting 20. Draymond scoring two points a night and fouling out every night. Um, Jordan Poole. Great, yeah, I tell you what, remember Pete Yiannopoulos, our guest, sharp guy, he said, uh, he said, I expect, he said, watch, he goes, I don't think Jordan Poole's going to play well. He goes, I think the final pressure will get to him. Jordan Poole is, you know, he's hit a couple of threes, but I expect Poole to be better tomorrow at home. I think the Warriors bring it tomorrow. I think it's one of those perfect storms tomorrow night for the Warriors at home. Take the Warriors! BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.